Hey everybody, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast number 42. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Trauma, and somewhere out there is Liverpool Neil. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing fine today, Thomas. It is, uh, I swear, um, his... Miserable, this, miserable day This today. might be the end of days, I swear, because it's been fucking... <laughs> we might have to get an arc or something, because I swear it's, it's been raining for a week. foundation your house is just going to wash away. Well, uh, well, yeah. Send you um, down to Lake Michigan. <laughs> So, I mean, well, this time last year was actually my windows were leaking, which wasn't good, right? But um, I came home the other day. I always leave in my back room. That's where I have the cat boxes, right? And I left the window open, you know, to air it out a bit. And I was out for the day and came back because it had been, like, absolutely pissing down. The rain had been coming in sideways. And somehow the rain coming in sideways had managed to make it in the window and get in one of the litter boxes, which was fun. Nice. Why am I telling mud. you this on the podcast? That's strange. I don't know. But Listen, anyway, yes, really, it's been you're raining. Not really doing, you're not really doing anything to improve your image as the crazy cat guy. It's been raining fucking hard. Remember, like, you guys, you guys, if you guys watch The Simpsons, you know, there's that woman occasionally, the crazy cat woman who comes out of her house and she's like, She's like throwing cats at people. I think Neil's literally months from that. I only have two cats. Okay, let's get get this straight. You can't leave the house, though. I mean, what's, you know, you'd be like dressing them and. Well, like no, it was tea parties. Like having tea parties. <laughs> no, the point. I used to say I haven't. No, the point yeah. was that it's just been raining so fucking much, and not cats, just raining. Cats are looking at you like, man. I think he's looking at me like a girlfriend at this point. <laughs> it's been. It's. I ignore that. It's been raining hard now. Of course, I went to school. As you know, I went to University of Manchester, and yes. anyone that knows the uh, knows England at all knows Manchester is miserable for the weather i think it's because of the pennines because of the mountain range but um i swear my last year in manchester i actually commuted from home that year uh, um yeah which is in liverpool obviously and i swear it rained all but two days that entire school year i was i was on the train in the rain um almost every day it was miserable yeah, yeah. so that's manchester yeah. that's why we got bands like the smiths and joy division you know there you go yeah i'm kidding so uh, it's Manchester for you. They're not yeah. happy just to kill themselves. They want you all to do the same. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> but a lot of legends come from Manchester, too. In fact, I'm going to play one of them later on. Oh, no. We're not going to hear another Morrissey song, are we? I haven't played a single Morrissey song yet. No, is, Mor- is Morrissey from Manchester? He is. He is, okay. Yes, yeah, uh, Smiths uh, are from man, Manchester. Man, you can't get much gloomier than that. Yeah, well, exactly. That's, that well, was my d- point. You know, it's, it's funny because, obviously, we've been, we've been having a ton of guests, and, and it's... You know, when we first started doing this thing, it wasn't really something we envisioned being really guest heavy. And uh, so we've had a bunch in a row. So even though we're sort of having a Seinfeld type episode today where we have, you know, it's about nothing. (laughs) We just thought maybe, you know, you'd like to go back to the OG, just the two of us, you know, shooting the shit format. So that's kind of what we're doing today. And we were going to talk. So so our last our last guest, which hasn't been posted yet. Well, it will. It should be bad. It will be by the time. By the time this this is. Yeah. Yes. So we've had a bunch of different kinds of guests, and we always and we've been very frank about the fact that we try to avoid politics. Um, I despise politicians, both 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 major parties, and I and I will not subscribe to either. I can't remember who was the great punk band that said I will not, I won't subscribe. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so we had we our last guest was Joe Joe Queer Joe King, which I, I enjoyed very much. I've been a big fan of his for you know like like thirty years, but he definitely pushed us you know pushed the politics buttons more than we really go for i think i mean there was definitely a couple times where i'm like oh boy what are we doing here and i i I, lo- I actually like joe i think he's a good dude and i think if you got to know him i think you think he's a good dude too but i think sort of he's his own worst enemy in a way too like you give him a platform he will he will take it and um 
I think the, Neil and I have always preached that we, you know, we we will be friends with anybody as long as they're not preaching something that's entirely despicable slash, you know, encouraging violence and hateful. So, you know, his views do not necessarily reflect ours, but. I, I don't, you know, I, I thought it was okay to have him on, and we'll continue to have people from all different political spectrums on. Well, I think a lot of his points were, though, that he's being attacked for yeah. things that, you know, freedom of speech, whatever you want to say, but he's being attacked for things he didn't even say or do, but just yeah. things that have to come up as, you know, people assume one way or the other, or people come at it with an agenda. And so, yeah. you know, the cancel culture or whatever it is, they come at him with that agenda. So he's basically just defending himself a lot. And, you know, people have a right to their own goddamn opinion. And they do. And well, it and doesn't the... have to agree with yours, but that's fine. That's what life well, is the, about. And the other thing is, and I definitely get the feeling talking to him that part of part of his thing, and I think this is lost on modern punk, is being a provocateur. And, you know, you look at how much, I mean, you look at, I hate to say it, but like Johnny Rotten, John Lydon, he's 60 years old or whatever, but he's still being the provocateur and he still pisses people off. And if you're not doing that, you know, is it because that's part of what the, the movement should be about, I think, still is being provocative, right? Making well, people think, even if you don't, even if it pisses yes. you off to make you think. Exactly, making people think. So, anyway, but also, I, you know, we were, but also, but also having a sense of humor about yourself and being able to yeah. poke fun at yourself because that's yeah. something that's missing in these po-face days as well. People can't make yeah. fun of themselves or they take everything so seriously and they're looking to always be offended. You know, yeah. permanent being offended. I mean, shoot, I, when I was a kid, you'd always be, you know, make jokes about yourself. People would pick on you. Yeah. That's the way you grew up, you know? Exactly. Well, and it's it's one of those things. I guess what what, what I'm kind of getting at is I, I I hope we don't lose any listeners over that. Oh, I but the fact of it is, I don't so. regret. I don't regret having him on. I think we have some wonderfully even-minded uh, listeners, and I think yeah, no, I, th- I, I think I've so. got great if, faith if in the people that listen to. If you've yes. made it this far, you're yes. probably going to yeah. be all right. Yeah. <laughs> if you made it through Todd Evans number twenty-two, yeah, it was unhinged. Yeah. I think Joe was <laughs> fairly mild by by comparison, but uh, well, I tell you no, what, I tell you what, it was what was really interesting. Was listening to Joe's take because Joe's, I mean, geez, they found it in what, 82? 81, yeah, 82? And I think they kind of like stopped and started. And, you know, there's a few different versions but, of the band. I think the one where he essentially took over as the singer guitar player was like 90 or so. But my, my point being, though, that the scene or whatever you want to call it was a very different scene in 82 than it than it was today. Yeah. So it was very interesting talking to someone that is still being in an active band through all those times and seeing those ups yeah. and downs. And so some of those old stories about the Ramones and stuff were just fascinating, I thought. I mean, it was just, yeah, no, it was I a great agree. interview and a great listen, I, I thought, you know. And, you know, and the other thing is, um, you know, when when they started the band, they called the band the Queers because they were sticking it in the face of what they perceived to be the right-wing, you know, conservative jerk-offs of the time. That was, uh. you know, that was to piss them off. You know and what it's I mean? so funny. Now it's it's co- funny. It's, it's 180 degrees. Now, yeah. You know? <laughs> It's so weird. Where where they're being attacked from the left. I, I anyway anyway that that was all I wanted to say about that. I, I uh, you know like I said we're gonna have a, you know one of my dream guests I've said is is Ben Weasel and this is another guy people hate him. He seems to be pretty conservative politically, which is a non-starter now in punk rock. And he's you know once again loves to play the heel, loves to play the provocateur. But I think there's a, a place for that, and I'm not gonna you know. Oh, he doesn't believe the same thing I do politically. He can't be my friend. Not only can he not be my friend, he has to be my enemy, and I have to try to destroy his life. I, we're, we're not doing that. Yeah, so, I mean, punk rock has basically become pro wrestling right from now. From the worst comedy to the most conservative prick, as long as you're not, you know, we're not going to provide a platform for, 
Nazi ideology or some crap like that. We're not doing that. I don't, I don't want to take it to that extreme, but I'm sorry. A little bit, you know, right of center, left of center. We don't, we don't give a crap. So anyway, anyway, should we play a song to celebrate our, you know, yeah, sort of um, weird backpedaling, not <laughs> non-apology, you know, uh, I mean, I, you know, listen, if you're, if you, if, if you, if you didn't like it or you don't think we should have money, you can write us a letter. It's not going to influence us, but you can, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, tell us, tell us we're dicks or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yes. Neil. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really don't care. I was just getting into it with someone online just now. Um, yeah. No, Neil but, loves to argue online. That's like this hobby. I'm try, I'm trying to give it up, man. But when I see you someone, you need to give it up, dude. It's not good for you. When I see someone makes something stupid and factually incorrect, I can't let it. I can't let it go. But but whose time are you wasting? Your own. Yeah, I got. Yeah, people, yeah I'm at home right stupid, now, dude. I got a lot of. You do about it. I got a lot of time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I nothing true. but time. Well, why don't you play a song and then I'll tell you how I'm being a scofflaw and try to encourage you to do the same. All right. I am going to play. I'm going to go for my songs today, even though we don't really have a theme for this episode. I'm going back to um, bands of seven English bands of 77, but ones that probably people haven't heard before. Um, Mm -hmm. So I am going to start with a band called the Sniveling Shits. Mm. And uh, this song is called Terminal Stupid.
there. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard I've that heard, before. I've if, heard the name, but I don't. I don't know yeah. what I've ever heard. Because it's because it's an awesome name. So yeah, that is their classic single, "Terminal Stupid." And on the B side was I think it was called "I Can't Come" was on the B side. Nice. But uh, yeah, sniveling shits for you. Did there. they like only do a single or two, or did, were they around um, for a while? Yeah, they were one of those bands that was almost like Albert Alberto and Los Tree. Trio Paranoia or whatever, who were almost kind of a junk uh, joke band at the time. Oh, I have no idea what any of this stuff you just said meant. Um, oh, I never heard of that other band. Alberto we Los Trios Paranoias. Um, yeah, they were. Sounds they like were, you're casting a spell or something. They were. They were like well, Albert and the Three Paranoids, I think, right? Um, they were almost considered joke bands at the time, you know, making fun of punk. <laughs> but it's funny after forty years. The joke singles that they that they release are better than the real punk singles. Well, well, yeah, well, but also they've almost become like punk classics, just huh. because a lot of the music was so basic and stuff, right? That now, now people remember it very fondly. So just like that, uh, Plastic Bertrand, uh, you know, Supplan Pomois that we were talking about. Or mm. anyway, um, yeah, that was just, that was a sniveling shits for you. So there you go. Mm. So. Talking about records and old records and stuff, I believe you broke curfew yesterday and went record shopping. Is that correct? I did. Um, Excellent. Well, you know, so Michigan Michigan is officially locked down until about the end of the month, the end of May. I think the 28th. But I have every reason to believe our governor is going to try to extend it a couple more weeks, but we'll see what happens. There's there's a pissing match essentially going on between our governor and our legislature, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. But you guys are always in the news, right? Because you seem to have all these all these right wing nutcases well, with guns, like doing shit at the at the court buildings or whatever. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That's that. I mean, I got to tell you, man. I, I hate to say fake news, but once again, this is being largely overblown. Okay. You see all this. You see all this media coverage, and they're showing ten year old photos of different groups to make oh. it look worse worse than it is. So. Dude, I hate. Don't that. get me wrong. I, I know there's that. some. I know there's some wackos going to the Capitol, but the fact of the matter is. God, don't make me get political again. I, I don't like what no, they're I doing, and I, I don't yeah. like what they represent. But the fact of the matter is, I think there needs to be some concern for the civil liberties aspect of what's going on here. Because the fact of the matter is, we have just, for fear of, of this virus, we've essentially said, you know, given government a crazy amount of new authority that they didn't have two months ago. And and I don't want to sound like one of these, you know, paranoid guys but the fact is you should be concerned about this this should be a concern probably more so than the virus itself which you know we still can't get an accurate read on what the mortality rate is now stay home be safe i'm not saying that but you know the government has told private businesses they need to shut down they're not allowing people to assemble they've told you you can't go worship in the place of your choice i mean it's scary stuff really hmm so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, maybe you got a totally different take on it, but I, I'm, I am concerned about this. That being said, I'm not strapping on AR-15 and going to the Capitol. I think that's <laughs> counterproductive. Yeah, well, so. and 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 you said a mouthful with with what you said there was when you talk about fake news and they are, you know, they they will like publish photographs that aren't actually, you know, of that of that thing just to yeah. try and just to try and underline their point. And yeah. you see that all the time, all over Facebook, all over the news, yeah. all over every, you know. That that's one of those things that bugs me more than anything else. Or people photoshopping old images, yep. you know, with things to to try and underline their points again. And, well, and uh, like the, that... the government, they, you know, they'll say, "Well, there was there was people there with with swastikas, and there was people there with rebel flags, and all this stuff." And and they haven't, and there's no photographic evidence of it, right? Like, really, you know, or, or they they show photographic evidence, but oh, that's from uh, 2018, and it's uh, you know, so it's 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 interesting, and it's from Georgia, or it's you know, it's just yeah. like yeah, yeah. So it's it's. 
There's definitely, and even our local news stations, who I think have always had pretty good will, you know, the Grand Rapids news stations, I've always had pretty good will with most of us for being pretty even keeled have been caught in some of this stuff. So it's, I don't know. Listen, there's there's plenty going wrong on both sides of the both sides of the spectrum. But anyway, so yeah, I, so I'm I'm only a couple couple hours. I'm a little less than two hours from the Indiana border. So we actually busted out of the state yesterday. Well, so because Indiana is is not locked down, correct? Well, they, you know, they've so raised what I it think, a bit. What I think is going on in Indiana is Indianapolis, which is the whole county, I think, is still because that's where the majority of the cases have been, which I think I think makes sense. Well, big cities, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and that's that's been my beef with Michigan all along is not so much you know. The, the curve has been flattened. There's no question about it. No matter what math you look at, the curve has been flattened. Our hospitals have never been overloaded. Even in the Detroit area, they set up these giant field hospitals that have largely gone unused. Um, but it's all in the Detroit area. Yeah. You know, like yeah, my, yeah. My, my daughter has a crappy service job. And if she goes out of state, she has to self-quarantine for two weeks off work. And literally... She, but if she goes to Detroit, which I don't know why anybody would do that at the moment who doesn't have to, <laughs> because because of the the virus, you know, yeah, yeah, um, she could still go to work. So it just doesn't even make sense. It's so arbitrary, all this crap. Yeah. But yeah, so we we went down. We we crossed the border. We actually dined in at a restaurant and uh, had a nice dinner. And we uh, did a little. My my, I, boy, talk about the least punk thing you can talk about. My my younger son is a prep tennis player. A pretty good one, and mm-hmm. he needed a new racket because he broke his strings on his other one. And I literally can't get anyone to restrain it right now. Oh yeah, because yeah. there's no service stuff open. So we went down, and I went down, and I spent a bunch of money in Indiana. So enjoy that, Michigan. So which town did he go to? Um, like Mishawaka, essentially, which is right across the right across the border. They even have a little record store there. It's it's not amazing. It's it's sort of classic Rocky, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. But we had half price books and some other things, and and most most places are requiring masks, but not all. Yeah, I was going to ask like that. Did, price, did you have like to wear gloves books, and, and the like record half price books when you walk in? Um, if you don't have a mask on, they give you one. And there was somebody kind of patrolling hmm. the place okay. to make sure you were keeping it on. I did find a pretty cool seven inch there though, that I never would expect to find at half price books. They got some of them have really good record selections. I don't know if you have those by you or not. Yeah, we do. We, we do actually. We yeah. actually don't have them in Michigan. Mm. Yeah, we have them here. But but I always find some cool. I mean, I, I every time I go, I always find some cool like punk biographies and stuff for like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. So what did you what did 20. you get? Um. So I got so there I got um. I got a couple. Uh, I got an eighties record that I'm not even going to tell you about because I don't want to be mocked. My <laughs> Come wife on, got Quiet Riot. It was seven, Quiet Riot, wasn't 70s. it? My wife got a bad seventies like double LP greatest hits from a a singer that shall not be named. Um, Elton John. Oh no. Oh. This guy didn't come out till much later, but I think you'd argue he's much gayer. Um, no, she got uh, Barry Manilow's greatest hits. My, my sister-in-law is a, goes to watch Barry Manilow in Vegas. She is a huge Barry Manilow mm. fan. Yeah. So, he looks I mean, kind of disturbing now because he's gotten super old. Like, he was a handsome young guy, you know? Well, yes, he's had a ton of plastic surgery. Yeah, he's had a ton yeah, of plastic he's, surgery. He's, he's probably 75 years old, right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's an old guy. Yep. But yeah, so she, it was a really nice double gatefold vinyl. Like I got to tell you, it was like four bucks. It was really, wow. I, I checked it over. It looked really good. Yeah. It's always hard to tell now if they run it through these cleaners and kind of scrubbed them down a little bit. But well, anyway, no, it looked yeah. really good. 
Well, hopefully we they do, it. right? Yeah, that would be good if they did. Well, yeah, and I found like a couple of them. Like, oh, I'm going to buy this, and I looked at it and found one real gnarly spot on it or something. Mm-hmm. Because I told you, you know, since we've been home so much, like doing puzzles and whatever, you know, my wife is not a huge like Vitamin X fan. So we need to have some more like records we can listen to. So I've actually been going on my way to either buy like 80 stuff that we both like or, you know, or, or she's been buying some records too. So we got stuff. Note to, mean, our, okay. note to our listeners who might not know, Vitamin X is not some weird vitamin that Tom has invented. No, no, no. It is a actually Dutch, a Dutch, Dutch hardcore band. Dutch hardcore band. That I Straight literally put them, I put them on and I could just see my wife's like, <laughs> like jaw yeah. set. Yeah. They, what they, is they, this they, shit? They're, they're they're good though they're they're really good I, I I'll play play one of their songs sometime, but yeah no I, what I bought was I, and I got a discogs but I, I I know it's normally a lot of times goes for about fifteen bucks was a split uh, seven inch between Submachine which is a great Pittsburgh punk band from the nineties that's actually still around and Filth which was a Berkeley Berkeley band like early nineties Berkeley band. See that's I funny. Think. Oh, oh no! I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Dirt. There was a there was an eighties oh, like Dirt Anico, was an old English band. yeah, Anico punk band. That's what I was getting confused by. Yeah, yeah Dirt, Dirt was, filth. Dirt was yeah. great. I actually saw them. Oh, you did? I did in the mid nineties. They actually tore. Wow, I didn't know they actually toured outside of uh, the commune them, or whatever. And they I don't lived know. On. And I don't know how much how authentic it was to like the original lineup. Yeah, yeah. But I saw them with uh, uh, Naked Aggression, which is a Southern California, I think, hardcore punk band with a female singer. Hmm. Okay. Who's a real cool band too? Actually, actually, I want to play one of their songs one of these days. They were on my short list for Mother's Day. Naked Aggression. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. We should, we should, um, we should play the regular Aggression too. We we haven't played any of their stuff yet. Ah, don't be mistaken. Yep, great, uh, great skate punk band. So yeah, I, I, I you know, like, there's one record store down there, and it's not amazing. And even like, you know, we had to get a tennis record at Dicks. It's not like we could get, you know, there wasn't. We we didn't have a huge variety. It's not a giant town or anything. It's not like a you know Chicago type town. But but yeah. Then I, the, now the yeah, half price books was all masked up. The sporting goods stores eh, fifty fifty. Um, the record store I was the only one in there the whole time I was there. Did you have to wear gloves when you're flipping through the records nah. or anything? No. Okay. Nah. That's cool. Um, I mean, I did wash my hands before we went to dinner. We went to a really pretty good Mexican place. I gotta say, and. It's strange because the waiters and waitresses are still masked up. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense because you don't want the breathing in it, your it, food, you right? Know, and it's, stuff. It's, and it's, 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 you know, so every other table is like taped off or whatever. But so we were there, granted, we were there on a Saturday night, you know, pretty, what would normally probably be the busiest time. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know, six o'clock or something, a little early for dinner. Um, and the place was bustling. And then we went and got ice cream afterwards, and that place was bustling too. So are so, they are they only like serving like fifty percent capacity or something? What, what are they doing yeah, with I, that? Yeah, yeah, they're doing fifty percent capacity, and I think there's a conscious effort. Like we went to the ice cream place, and there was a bunch of people in the lobby waiting for us. So we waited till a bunch left before we went in. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was yeah, people being smart. Yeah. yeah, well, you're trying to be considerate and yep. and and not at least make other people feel uncomfortable. Which is my whole thing throughout this is I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. I'm not really, I'm not convinced about the science of the masks. There's enough very wise people saying this is bs that i don't really particularly worry about it but if they make me wear them listen i'm not gonna not buy a bottle of booze because i won't put on a mask or something like that right know? yeah exactly yeah yeah so anyway anyway yeah so we uh that, that was actually a real nice trip and we went to an antiques place down there and found a chair that we really liked and we had the kids with us so we didn't have room in the car but we might actually <laughs> run back down there get me a new chair 
Um, well, hold on a second. So go back. So you bought one single, one split single at the at the yes. half price book. And so what else did you buy? What what books do you buy? Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, so I got the Steve Jones biography, which I think is called Lonely Boy. Yeah, Lonely Boy. Yep. A paperback. Um, and I got the Walter Lure uh, from uh, New York Dolls. Uh, yeah. Johnny Thunder's Heartbreakers uh, biography. Now, now, what is his that, book called? Because I was uh, that one. I, I would be super remember. interested in. I don't remember because I bought all this stuff and like my birthday's in like one day. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. Happy so birthday tomorrow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, and of course, like you know, we're old, so we didn't really go out of our way to buy each other things. So I like grabbed all this stuff. I'm like, here you go. Here you can give this to me for my birthday. So my wife spirited away. Um, I got. Uh, like I said, we got a couple of records for around here, like used records. Um, and I got, uh, I did buy uh, the first Suicidal Tendencies record on colored vinyl at the record store. I'm at the record store. I'm like, I'm bound, like, I really want to buy something, right? But they didn't really have a ton of stuff that was great, honestly. They had no seven inches hmm. at all. Interesting. And it was, you know, listen, this is a town in northern Indiana. They were definitely yeah, of a course. class. Yeah, it was yeah. a classic rock type of setup, which is shocking because, you know, South Bend is the home of Notre Dame, right? Right. 15 minutes away or whatever. There's no record store. How yeah. do you have a college town that big without a record store these days? That's a good point. Yeah. That's what I've always said about Notre Dame. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was, it was, uh, so yeah, I'm really struggling. I'm like, man, I can't really find anything. I want. And I found like the Offenders live at CBGBs. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll buy this. And then on the wall on the way out, they had they had both the first Suicidal album, and then they had the. And I, I thought about buying them both just because eh, it's my birthday. I can treat myself a little bit. They had they also had Lights Camera Revolution, which is one of their later albums that I really loved, even though it's more metally. Mm-hmm. They had that in like transparent green. I thought about buying that too, but I just ended up buying the first one. I felt like like I was in there long enough, and I was the only one in there. I swear, I felt obligated to buy something. Yeah, that that is embarrassing if you're in there for like a half hour and then you like walk out without buying anything. Well, got... and I needed I needed some like of the outer jacket covers too, so yep, I bought a plastic 50, sleeves. 50 pack. Yeah. I bought a fifty pack of the plastic sleeves, which I really needed. So. Yeah. It was cool though. I mean, it was. Listen, I talked to the guys. You know, older guys run the place. Probably been there forever, and they were they were good dudes. And but yeah, it was definitely not. You know, you always know when you find a record store that's really punk and metal heavy, and you're just like, oh, this is it, man. This is this is super cool. This was not that place. Yeah, I mean, but you it was can still no, you, good you, to be out doing it, honestly. Oh, for sure. No, I really miss that. And, but you can normally tell if a record store is going to be good if they have seven inches or not. If they don't have a yeah. stock of seven inches, then you're like, hey, this place well, is going to be kind of shit. It, it's funny, Coconuts. you can tell whether they're good or not by the way they smell. This place <laughs> smelled like it could have been good because it had that, like... Old, uh, grungy smell? Incense, yeah. that incense. Yep, yep. So, Patchouli. speaking of old incense, so why, don't, why don't I play a song now? Yeah, you do, you old incense old bastard, yeah. Go on, play something. <laughs> so, well, so, so some of the records I've gotten lately, man, Discogs, not Discogs, but the USPS still seems to be struggling. Some stuff... I seem to be getting really quick, and other stuff seems to take forever. I'll tell you what, we'll rant on that after you play something, because I got I got some shit to say about that. Well, it's funny, because I started sending out stickers on, like, Thursday or something, or Wednesday. I don't remember what day it was, Wednesday, maybe? Yeah. Um, And, like, Jay, our buddy Jake down in southern Illinois, or central Illinois, he had it, like, the next day or two days. Yeah. And and I just, like, what, what, I mean, granted, that was first-class mail, or whatever. I, I don't know. Anyway. So, before, okay, so, why don't... I'll remind people about that. So we have some stickers, and if you send us your address and your name and address, we will send you some. Yep. Um, if you're scared that we want money or something, we don't. Not right now. I mean, we <laughs> might come to your house later when you're not home. And 
and rob you, but we, no, we just want to send these things out, and you can stick them all over and yep. help help spread the weird word. It's sheerly promotional at this point. So, um, yeah. So of course, normal places to get a hold of us, you can private message us at Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, or you can email us at Punk Till I Die seventy seven at Gmail. And anyway, it's interesting. I've been watching them go out. You know, we've sent a bunch to the West Coast and the South, and of course, a bunch in the Midwest and. Uh, some out east. It's 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 been cool to kind of find out where everybody's from. So I think we got a couple and, more requests today, actually. Yeah, yeah, yep. I saw those. Yep. I'll get to, I gotta go buy another book of stamps. Yep. So so, so getting back to your song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first the first uh, podcast we ever did, we we actually have been picking up on our number of songs. We some I think we've done five, six, seven songs for some of them. Um, but I think we were only doing one song each, right? Yeah, we did. We only did t- did two songs on that first show. And the very first song you played was the Crucifix. Hinkley had a vision. Yep, exactly. So I'm, I, there's this British band called Voorhees, named after you know Jason Voorhees, of course, the great mythological fake slasher serial killer, um, a British hardcore band, and they did a cover of it, and I and I it's on a seven inch that I got, and it's really cool. So why don't we play that? So this is Voorhees. Uh, Hinkley had a vision. There for you with Hinkley had a vision, the uh, cover um, of the cover of the Crucifix yep. classic. That's on their seven inch. Uh, what you see is what you get, I think it's called. Hmm. Anyway, I don't think they're around anymore. They were like a late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I've, I've heard people talk, I've heard people talk them up, and I've never really listened to them. I have to admit, I mean, they were you know that era hardcore band, but they were they were cool. I, I dig them, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to play them, and we'll have to uh, we'll have to play some Leatherface, I guess, who were another English hardcore band of the time, right? Because I know Mike should, oh, Mike shoot. mentioned you know that. T- you know what? I'll knock one of my songs out today. We'll play that. We'll play that Leatherface song. Okay. 
Yeah, because I want to. Re- we should we should do some mail. I know you had something else you want to talk about, but right, right. Yeah, well, it is it is about the mail, just because. Um, yeah, I was complaining about it because it is so spotty. I don't understand it. Like, okay, I ordered uh, eight a pack of like eight seven inch singles from England. Um, all mix of seventies and eighties stuff. Um, ordered it middle of April, like eleventh of April or something like that. I'm still waiting okay. for that. It's been five six weeks. Um, tracked it. It came in to O'Hare, which is literally 20 miles from me. From O'Hare somehow... I'm coming to get this thing. I'm coming well, to get it. Well, from, from, yeah, from O'Hare somehow, it went down to Dallas. And now, supposedly, it's en route from Dallas to me, but there's no, there hasn't been any updates on the tracking information for over a week. So I don't know where the fuck this thing is. But I ordered another couple of singles from England, you know, only like two weeks ago, and I got them yesterday. So uh, this thing, it's all over, that mail is all over the place and I don't understand it. I don't understand why it's, why it's so fucked up. Um, but yeah, I got, uh, the, the singles I got a couple days ago. It's excellent. I've actually always wanted the first Blitz single, um, mm. All Out Attack, the first EP and, uh, on No Future Records. And I actually, I actually got that for a very decent price from uh, somebody in England along with the, uh, the second Vice Squad EP. So yeah, I was so psyched about those. So yeah, I got those. A lot so. of uh, a lot of our stores now are starting to do the curbside pickup. Yeah, have you have you noticed that? Yeah, but the problem is most of them have really shoddy lists of what they have available. So if they don't have a good discogs or something like that, it's you're what I'm just going to text you and ask you if you have this. I actually did message my favorite store here in town to see if they had something very specific, which they didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time. I mean, not surprisingly, right. That the old guy's having a hard time adjusting to the new way that things are going to work. Well, so what else, um, so what else, so what else have you gotten recently off Discogs? I know you've been doing a lot of Discogsing. I have, I got a, I got a ton of, so that batch I got, um, I got a Voorhees seven inch that I didn't have called Fireproof. And I got an LP of theirs called 13. And and, and the fact of the matter is, I, I was ordering... Man, what was I ordering? I was trying to get a single from the Devious Ones, who are a great band from Detroit that I really like. I've been kind of trying to pick up their singles. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll play them later. I really like them. Power pop, punk kind of thing. Um, and uh, so I, you know, add on stuff. You know, we're buying, adding on seven inches for a couple bucks or whatever. What else did I... I can't remember what the other thing... I don't know. I just deleted my. I was digging through my email trying to find that. Well, if you go to Discogs, if you go to Discogs, it should list your purchases, I believe. Because that's Does what. I, yeah, because that's what I'm looking at now. If you look in your want list and off to the side there, you can look at the purchases. Um, but yeah, I bought I bought a ton of seven inches, and I just got a box from yesterday when I got home from. When I got home from Indiana, I actually wanted to see. <laughs> I I bought that split seven inch, and it goes for a lot of times around fifteen bucks. I got it for eight bucks. I was pretty happy with that. But I'm, I I want to check and I wonder if I don't have inserts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which always kind of sucks. But it looked the vinyl was in good shape, like looked like it hardly been played on, if it had been played. But it was just cheap paper sleeve, you know, typical of that era. Yeah, like a yellow paper or whatever printed with. So anyway. So anyway, so what are we some... talking about? I, I, I'm, I'm on my computer. I'm like looking at Discogs. my email, and looking at my computer, and I know, but yeah, what you, what have you got? And I'll, I'll look mine up. I'll try to find myself real quick. Oh, so at last, since the last time we talked about this, I've gotten a lot of stuff. So the first thing I think I don't think I've mentioned before, I got so there was an old um, hardcore band from San Francisco called Code of Honor. I know I played them and had yep, you listen yep. to their stuff and you liked it. So before yep. that, the singer Jonathan Christ was in a band called Society Dog. 
And yeah. um, so I got their first 7-inch. Oh, actually, their second 7-inch. I'm still looking for their first 7-inch. Uh, it's called Off the Leash. Um, and that's that's excellent. It's in beautiful condition. Um, I got an original press of the first Vandals 12-inch uh, EP. Because I'd, I'd had it back in the day, but it somewhere got lost in the mist of time and moving and stuff like that. So I rebought that. Um, I got a, a DI album, Horse Bites, Dog Cries. Oh, yeah. Original Good press. Album. Yeah, fantastic album. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I did get? I don't know. Did, did you ever like any of the Billy Idol solo stuff? Like his first couple of albums? I know now he's just I kind did, of a but joke, I was but... so But I was so young. Like, yeah. I loved Rebel Yell. And yep. I liked uh, the first album. I actually... I think I have every Billy Idol album, if we're being honest. But I know wow. that, the, but it, like Cyberpunk was pretty bad. There was yeah. a few that were pretty bad. I, I mean, I really liked the first couple. I was a huge Generation X fan. Oh, huge! Sure. And um, so uh, I really liked the first couple of uh, Billy Idol albums. And the first one actually had um, an alternate cover, which got pulled really, really quickly. So mm. I actually saw a copy of the one with the uh, with the alternate cover, where he's basically wearing like a shirt with like japanese printing on it and stuff like that it's kind of a weird album cover but i saw that so i got that for like 15 bucks not bad um devo the first devo album now mm. okay what, what's the name of the first Devo album? i guess i don't know oh we're not men we are devo. We're not men. okay yeah gotcha. um now the english uh the american version of it had that weird cover with like the cartoon character of the guy with like a fishing hat on you know, that, okay. that that was the classic American cover. But the English, okay. or oh, the European cover, had them in, like, stocking masks on the cover. Um, kind of more disturbing. And the, the reason I was after this particular one, I got it in clear vinyl, which was just purely in Belgium and Holland, right, released. And the reason I wanted that one was because what very first got me into punk in 77, um, my brother, who was six years older than me, he was always into Black Sabbath and stuff like that, and then he mm. got into more um, some dance, more uh, soul kind of stuff. But he had a friend that came over who got into punk real early and came over with the Clash first album, Ramon's first album, um, Strangler's first album, and the first Devo album. And so those were the first punk rock albums I'd ever seen. This would have been Summer 77. And he had that Devo album in clear vinyl, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Mm. So... I went on Discogs and looked for this thing, and sure enough, in clear vinyl, it was only uh, Benelux countries, which is Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg, right? So mm. anyway, I found it, so I ordered that from Holland, and that took a while to get here. That took like five weeks, but it eventually did show up, and it's in. It looks like it's brand. It looks like brand new. I mean, it, the, mm. it's in perfect condition. So anyway. it's amazing. You know, who are these? You know, I just bought a twenty-five-year-old seven-inch. It looks like it's never been played. Right? Are people buying stuff that don't even have record players, or what? What's going on with that? Either that, or it's just been sitting. Let's do it once and just eh, it didn't grab them, so they just never let's do it again. Oh, this guy owns a record store, and it's just been sitting in the bin for twenty years. You know, oh, third, forty years. I don't know. You know, I I can't understand how this thing is in such beautiful condition. I mm. you know, I'm amazed. Like like the covers of the of the uh, of the sleeve aren't even creased or anything like that. Mm. So wow. and it was beautifully packaged too. So it's amazing. Yeah. I can't find my, I can't find what my recent uh, purchases. But uh, I mean, uh, dude, I have a stack of seven inches. I I, I lowered like twenty five seven inches in the last. Yeah, it's just it's just insane, obviously. But so, um, and so, I haven't. I, I have a box. I think right now. I think I have thirteen in a box that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. Okay, all right. So no, it's all good. What do so, you? Why don't you play? Why don't you play another song? Okay, I am going to play. Uh, this is another band that you might or might not have heard before. This is a band from okay. Manchester called the Drones. 
And I know there's been numerous bands called yeah, Drones say, or whatever throughout the years, but these were the original Drones from uh, Manchester mm. 77 era punk band. And this mm. is off their uh, classic uh, first album. I think it might be their only album. Uh, this is a song called Corgi Crap, and it's about the royal family. There you go. The drones. Corgi crap. Take that, royal family. Yeah, take that, royal family. When that, in 77, the 25th and a jubilee or whatever. So, yeah, it was a good year. 77 was a damn good year, let me tell you. But uh, mm. there were so many great punk bands from that era that just got completely lost to the mists of time and maybe just released one single or a couple of yep. singles and an album or something. And, uh, yeah, even though I think the drones actually did... Um, get back together again to play rebellion a couple of years ago and they mm. might have even released a couple of new new tracks so but there you it's go the same uh, it's kind of like the same thing that happened in this country five years later you know in 1982 all these great punk and hardcore bands put out one you know maybe yep. put out one single most of them never got beyond that yeah exactly and unfortunately most of them never you know you never hear a lot of them but sometimes you hear you're like wow that is really brilliant how did that how did that band not be yeah, how, more than what they were. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's interesting and in how some bands did break through, and none of the bands who were just as good 
somehow never managed to uh never managed to make it you know outside of that's the frustration as a music fan right when you i remember in 1994 when when green day started blowing up huge you're like why is green day blowing up huge screeching weasel is way better than green day you know that or or sloppy seconds is way better than green day why are these nice not but nah it's just it is what it's it you know there's a lot to it obviously right place right time i guess and also you know if you're prepared to kowtow with what the record label is telling you i mean you know you too became worldwide phenomenon but there was yeah. much better post-punk bands, you know, coming out at at the time yeah. in the early '80s than U2 were. Much better, but you know, U2 got the push and did what they had to do, I guess, to to get us. So because... you're, ins- you're insinuating that they were willing to do whatever it took to get signed. Is that what you're insinuating? Lick the corporate boot. Yeah, exactly. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vano will get his haircut. Well, way I just or I just watched an old episode of The Simpsons where they were on. U2. Yep. It's funny. I actually stopped watching The Simpsons after the first couple of years. I guess I shouldn't oh, have really? done because it, it seems like uh, it seems like they've managed to keep the the standard the well, high, right? Uh, it, it it sung for a while there, but I would say well because I'm in like the eighth season now. Okay. On Disney Plus, and talk about our corporate overlords, right? Yeah, really. Disney will own everything, but Disney will probably own the Pistols catalog by the time it's done. <laughs> but um, the Pistols catalog, you mean one album? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I dude, I saw the bootleg yesterday for the X Pistols or the the X Pistols album, which was the like their Soundman's like knockoff band. Oh, Dave Goodman or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had some weird stuff. This record store did not have an amazing. Had a very tiny little like punk alternative metal section, but they had a crazy, a lot of crazy bootleg stuff that you don't see very often. Uh, hmm. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm so I'm eight eight almost you know nine seasons in or almost through the eighth season and i'm shocked at how few clunker episodes there were i mean literally like you can count on one hand the amount that weren't what i would call you know classics or borderline classics um now yeah i think once you get in the 20s i don't think that's but i think the first 15 seasons are pretty good no is excuse my ignorance but are they still making it is it still they are they are i don't watch them new anymore either okay I think they still make the Family Guy too, man. I used to love my Sunday night cartoons, mm-hmm. and matter, matter of fact, it was always great. It was, you know, when I quit watching them was when my kids kind of got old enough where they started picking up on it, on some of the stuff. <laughs> and I remember my son, who's now twenty one years old, being like five years old or something. He's going, ee! and my wife was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He's like, "It's for the Family Guy." I'm like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> I guess it's over." Uh, dude, I can remember when when the Simpsons first started, and it was like a big because that was on Fox, I believe, right? Yep. Like the first yep. season. 30 was, years ago, yeah. And it was that, and it was, uh, oh, what was the show with Al Bundy? Oh, Married with Children. Married with Children. Yeah. It was those, those two shows sh- that put them on the map. Yeah. Yep. yep. Those no two question. shows back to back, and it was almost and, like and, this. Uh, X-Files was the yeah. other one. Exactly. Yeah, it, and it was almost like it was like alternative viewing. I can remember bars yeah. having viewing parties for The Simpsons and Married with Children. You know? Yeah, it was sub- it was fairly subversive. Subversive, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, now it wasn't... it's become an institution. Yeah. I mean, isn't that isn't that punk rock too, though? You know, start out as subversive. Now it's become an institution, and it's not better for it. Right. You know, we're it, in the. But it's also funny to think that you know they would tout you know regular TV would tout the Cosby uh, show was the as the uh, all American uh, yeah. <laughs> night show. Then it turns out Bill Cosby's a huge fucking serial rapist. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Oh no, he's no, he's in prison. Right? <laughs> he's yeah. not no alleged about it. It's, it's funny because you know we. Uh, 
sometimes you hit the dollar bin at the record record place or whatever. You find some cheap records at a flea market <laughs> or whatever. So we have both both Bill Cosby's like greatest hits. Oh, and, you were gonna go with Bill and Cosby. Bill Cosby's yeah. more greatest hits, like yeah. two, like his first two greatest hits, LPs. And I looked at them the other day because I don't really have them like mixed in with my stuff or anything. I'm just like, man, what do I? I mean. I don't know that I'm ever going to listen to him again because it's kind of right. dated humor wise, you know? Yeah. What's yeah. an ark? Yeah. Build an ark, Noah. What's an ark? Ooh, take that old Testament humor, you know? Um, <laughs> wow. So it's, and, and you know, he talks about like, you know, his dad beating him with a belt and stuff. I mean, it's funny stuff. Don't get me wrong. What's not, it's not funny about that, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, should I just throw these away? I mean, they're already bought and paid for. It's not like I'm making a point. Right. All right. I mean, I never threw away my Michael Jackson albums. Yeah, never okay. listened to them either, but I never threw them away. But if I had Gary Glitter albums, I wouldn't have thrown those away either. So, yeah, you know, I don't think people, you know, people, people sometimes, oh, I make fun of Michael Jackson, but and, and granted, you and I are a decade apart, but I don't think people realize how important the Thriller album was for people my age. I mean, that was like the most popular record for three, four years in a row. Oh, God, I mean, yes, that, incredible! That, the record yeah. was such a phenomenon. Yep. I mean, it sounds a little dated now, but at the time, I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing." So, listen, you, if you're if you're my age, mid forties, late forties, early forties, you have nothing to be ashamed about if you you know at one point loved Michael Jackson. Well, when I first know, when I first came consen- to the... in a consensual, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, you don't love love him. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's get love, that straight. You know? That's yeah, not love. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a meat man? I never I never had a sleepover at his house or anything. <laughs> a young a young Tom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> my parents could have used the money. My parents <laughs> could have used the money. I would have, you know, have probably been willing to take one for the team. But taking one, wow, this show went off the rails in a, in a <laughs> it's hurry. A, it's always the danger when we don't have yeah. anything to talk about. Yeah, but it's funny. We talked about Billy Idol. We talked about Michael Jackson. It really is taking me back to when yeah, I first came the to 80s. the states yeah. in '83, and MTV yeah. was just getting off the air, and everybody, it's, dude, it's amazing. Everybody watched MTV. MTV yep. was. Yep. That's what all kids were watching, you know, when, when I, they actually uh, had video, when they were actually playing music videos, you know. When I, uh, when my, so of course it was commercials, you know. So every time there's a commercial, I don't know how my parents didn't murder me because I know like when my kids do this stuff, it makes me want to murder them. Every time there's a commercial, I would run to the TV and flip it over to MTV, hoping to catch the long form video for Thriller. Because there was like two Thriller videos. There was one that was like just the regular four minute song or whatever. And then there was one that was like 15 minutes long. Yeah, it's like a horror movie, wasn't it? Oh, it was so bad though. I'm not like the other guys. Yeah, no kidding, Michael. <laughs> we, we figured that out later. But yeah. Anyway, it's funny. I remember, you know, so Monday, tomorrow's my birthday. Uh, and I was supposed to be going to see Dropkick Murphys and Ransom, but that tour got totally canceled. I'm trying to get my money back. Buying, spending cash doesn't always have its advantages. Um, but anyway, nevertheless, I remember the day Michael Jackson died, I actually saw a Dropkick Murphys hmm. at a different club in town. And I remember <laughs> the guitar tech, <laughs> when he was, when he was, they were sound checking the guitars, was playing was playing the riff for beat it. I'm like, oh, that's cold, man. That's pretty cold. <laughs> All right. Speaking of cold, why don't I play why don't I play another song? Well, talking to people who've died, uh, why don't you see I was play thinking about skipping I was thinking about skipping that one. Well, you know what? No, we can play we can play that one. All right. So um when we did our death show, I I, I just we never got around to playing this song. Right. And we should have, because it's such a great song. And I don't really know a ton about this guy. He's kind of more the artsy-fartsy poet kind of guy, right? Um, Yeah, I must admit. L.A., I'd... right? Not New York. I uh, think yeah, L.A. I think L.A., yeah. Yep. Kind of like the, maybe like the Richard Hell of the West Coast or something. Wow. That's so, yeah. bold. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Whatever. I, anyway, this let's play enough. Enough. My poor intro. Jim Carroll. People who died.
So there you go. So it's inter- it's interesting that because um, a lot of people have never heard that song before or don't or don't really? know it. But uh, yeah, I mean that's a oh, it's such it's, a great song. Yeah, it's a classic. Now Jim Carroll was a uh, he was a he was an author as well, right? He wrote didn't he write the Basketball Diaries? Yeah, and they, yeah. which was made into a movie later, which I yeah, never saw with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we watched. Did, did you he, see it? Is it any good? Uh, it's it's all right. It was, yeah, uh, you know, I don't like I mean, the, don't like Leonardo but, DiCaprio at all. Better than Adam Sandler, not as good as <laughs> a Tarantino movie. Better than Adam Sandler. I think a stuffed teddy bear is better than Adam Sandler, isn't it? I'm talking about a guy <laughs> yeah. that's not fucking funny. Good lord. Never, never, yes. never. He had no, one I agree. Stick, you know. Um, Jim Carroll was actually from New York, so there you go. Oh, was he in New York? Okay. Yeah. Seemed like a New York type, I guess. Yeah. So, but anyway, you had that one great song. Right, here I, we go. More, more, more fake news from your friends at Punk Till I Die podcast. I don't really know that much about the, anything else he did apart from that song. Um, I know they, it was from an album called Catholic Boy, but, yep. uh, but I have an album. I have like a best of type album from him. I think he did two LPs or something. Okay. But he, you know, he he did that thing where he talked a lot and. Dude, the this is Boy weird. LP, I think, was the big one. Dude, this is weird. <laughs> this is really weird. So, just looking on his Wikipedia page, this is interesting. So, he says, also collaborated with musicians Lou Reed, Blue Oyster yeah. Cult, Boz Skaggs, Ray Manzarek, wow. Electric Light Orchestra, and Rancid. <laughs> wow. I don't think I don't think, is, uh... I don't think Rancid really belongs. <laughs> I would like to no. hear the I would like to hear the rancid Boz Skaggs uh, collaboration. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. That could be really good. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Rancid did a version of People Who Died. Perhaps I'm not. I'm not quite sure. But uh, anyway, seems like something they would do. I mean, they. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Huh. So there we go. Yeah, Jim Carroll, People Who Died. Um, what else is going on, buddy? So I tell you what, I actually do have something for you for your birthday. Oh no! Yeah, I do. Starting a um, precedent. Now we have to get each other birthday presents. Dang it! No, it, it well, it's something. It's something that, um, and I think I think you'll really like it. But I don't know how many other people would would appreciate this gift. But uh, the annoying thing is, I actually got it for you a while ago. It's not a and... picture of your genitals, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know what? It's an old vintage porno mag I found in a hedge. How's that? How's that? What's funny because I saw you. You had the description for the show. I said we talk about anything and everything, including seventies porn. I'm like, hey, listen, buddy, I was <laughs> talking about eighties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they, it might have been from the seventies. You never know. Um, yeah. No, I got I got this for you, and it's I put it away in a closet, and so I wouldn't throw it away because I kept. And it then in you the... didn't send it in time, so now I'm exactly. not going to get it in time well, for my birthday. Well, here's oh. the th- well, here's the thing. I thought I'd be seeing you before then yeah <laughs> and then i know we all went into fucking lockdown and we we're all in prison yeah. wearing masks and fucking gloves like the true true um but I, so i was i looked in my closet the other day my coat closet i'm like oh my god there it is so uh yeah so i have this present for you which 
probably because I'm not going to see you in a while, I'll probably send out to you. But I think I think you'll like it. All right. Yeah. Thank so you. Well, definitely so. not a fish of your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good you are no, you no, are the strange cool. mood, my friend. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. Um, now your birthday is in January, so it I is. totally missed it. So I guess I'm good for a few months. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you're good, for, you're good for a few months. Yeah, I'll well, be, I'll be 100 you know, on my next birthday. I, I so I was only a, like a little more than an hour away from you, and I really, I, I should have really pushed you and said, "Dude, come down here, meet us for dinner," um, because it was it was really kind of good to be out and about. And the fact of the matter is, you're not that far from Wisconsin, which is totally open back up. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, Wisconsin so is. So the fact uh, better is, man. There's some great record stores up in Milwaukee. If you want to, uh, I could definitely make some recommendations. If you want to roll up there, I'm not going to come that far because it's too far for me to drive for a day trip. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And you know, our friend Matt is opening his store. The record farms are opening up. I think on the 29th. Although Indiana has opened back up, he's been a little more cautious because the town he's in has been hit a little harder. So stuff stuff starting to open back up. And the fact of the matter is, if if I, I want to give my money to my Michigan stores. I, I was joking about, you know, so much money I spent out of the state yesterday, but I don't, I, I just soon not do that. You know, I just soon help my neighbors and friends and, and other things. So I hope we can, I can do that again soon. But, you know, a little car trip for a day, you know, for sanity's sake is maybe not the worst thing in the world. Serenity so, now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, for, for sure. That would be excellent. I, I yeah. But I, I know, maybe, I know maybe that, I'll do that. Maybe I I'll do that. that. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure some people are going to be very angry at us for doing that, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not convinced well, that we're doing. We're I, I don't know. I don't well, know. People in other countries and people in other countries do actually listen to us. I know we got a lot of listeners in England and and yep. all over Europe actually. So yep. um, they're probably confused as hell as to how you know some states are open and some states are not. And that's you know it's part of, it's part of the U.S. They're right? The it's, same, they're like, all doing the same thing, aren't they? Well, see in England if whatever whatever rules in london is what happens in all the country but in this in the states you've got to understand each state has its own state government and they're the ones that decide these things so whereas illinois might be completely locked down wisconsin might be wide open and you know we can just drive across the border it's only 45 minutes away for me and be in wisconsin and all the bars are open and all the restaurants are open and shit so whereas illinois everything is still closed so it it is interesting, and it took me a while to get used to that whole concept of, of one of the of being in the states, you know. And also, some states are Republican run, some states are Democratic run, and yep. you know they might be completely different. And those like Florida, all my friends went back to work like two weeks ago. And I that, am. Uh, that's tomorrow, basically wide open. I'm going back normal schedule tomorrow. So. Oh, you are. You back at work normally? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, which which is good and bad because I am, but my kids still aren't. My wife still isn't. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's strange. But the other thing I noticed, too, is that people just seem to be kind of slowly doing what they want more. That's true, actually. I'm, I am noticing that because it was, even though it's pissing down with rain today, so when I was out, there was nobody out. But yesterday, when the weather was decent, when it was sunny, it was cold, but it was sunny. God damn, yeah. it was just like a normal, it was like a normal day. Everybody so, was outside. So at that point, the governor has two choices, right? They can try to use the police to keep people in their homes. Right. Or they can be realistic about the situation and make adjustments. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we went over to Friday night. We went over to some friend's house and we sat in their driveway and we drank beer just to be out and be, be social, you know. I mean, now we live a little further out. You know, they live way out in the country, honestly. honestly so it's, you know, there's a good amount of natural social distancing. But, yeah. But, you know, people need human interaction, man. You know, you need to... 
That's true. That's true. So, um, talk I mean, few... you got your you got your cats, but I need people. <laughs> Actually, I don't, but my wife does. <laughs> Talking of human interaction, um, like give a give some shout outs and some mail and stuff because we got obviously with the sticker thing, we've actually gotten a lot of mail and it's nice people reaching out, people that it, you know. We have you know, and the worst thing is okay. So here, it's, I'm going to apologize to everybody I've already sent stickers to because I've I'm writing them all down. I have a ledger. Oh wow, old school. Well, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Um, where I've been <laughs> keeping track. So I try not Dickens? to get anybody missed. But if you've sent it, if, if it, a couple weeks go by and you haven't heard from us, I might have missed you. So go ahead and send it back in. Um, and I've sent some a couple out to the UK. I don't know how long that takes. I suspect quite a while. Um, ain't, no, well, like in, said, in normal days, it would be a Illinois week. Or Central Illinois, he got his in like two days. So yeah, I mean, in normal in normal times, it would take a week to get to England. So okay. we'll we'll see what it's like now. But um, now well, the I think part of the problem is the media mail thing compared to the first class mail. I think first class mail is still okay. So media mail, what they just throw it in a big fucking batch in the corner and just take, and just know. take a shit on it. Yeah, what? Yeah, what is the? Because <laughs> it's a little cheaper, right? And that's all like discogs. They all use yeah. media mail because it's cheaper. So I don't know. If, yeah, I don't. I don't know, dude. Listen, I don't know. I saw our mail. Our mailman. I love our mailman. I think he's a great dude. <laughs> well, well this, this is no disrespect to the mailman. It's just the yeah, whole no, no, the no, whole no, postal service uh, seems to be a little bit messed up. It's probably antiquated and some of the things it does and stuff like that. But anyway, I didn't want to go there again. Let's just. So okay. I want to give a shout out to. Um, Actually, the one I wanted. I did want to read one. I'm gonna. Well, I wasn't gonna. gonna I wasn't gonna read them. So if you if you want to uh, look at them well, real real quick and decide which ones you, you want to read, and then I'm just gonna give a shout out to some names, okay? Well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna let you do that, and then I'll I'll read I'll read the letter from our pal Mike, the okay. Mike mailman. All right, because I, I I do, and and I appreciate the nice the nice notes, and uh, you know a lot of people saying things like, "Man, uh, this is the only thing I listen to anymore," and I you know, and I. I do think we uh, have some like kind of like-minded individuals and people who maybe are kind of isolated in their scene, and I'm glad we could could help with that a little bit. And you know, if we ever get to North Dakota or <laughs> Florida or wherever, man, I'd love to meet each and every one of you and let yep. you buy me a beer. Yep, for to sure. Show your appreciation. <laughs> I probably buy the next round if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> have a vegan meal or whatever you guys are into. I don't care. So. We have. Let's give a shout I, out. I did have to send a couple out to Oregon. I don't know what they're into over there, Neil. It's uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just I, kidding. Yeah. Shout out to our friends, in Oregon. But so, yeah, if you want to give some shout outs? Go ahead, and then I'll I'll do this. I'll read this. Uh, yeah. So we got from Mike and play that song that he suggested. So we got Jason Hutchins in uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Okay. Uh, That's PS... the most recent one. I actually haven't sent those out yet, Jason. That'll be probably in the mail Monday. Now this one was interesting. Piers Piers Goldson. Who's on the Greek island of yeah. Sifnos, which is um, amazing. He's from the U.S., but uh, he's now he's living on the Greek island of Sifnos, ah, which just sounds so, lovely. I mean, right? I, you know, it's funny because you know I had to send those to the U.K. and I had to actually, like, all my school education obviously went out the window because I had to reach out to you and say, "Hey, man, how do I freaking address it? Yeah, address these yeah <laughs> these foreign envelopes." Yeah. So I have no idea how to send something to Greece, but I'll tell you what, man, if you. Send your ad or send us your address. We'll I'll see what I can figure out. Yeah, and you can you can as vote. long as it ain't going to cost me like five dollars to send a sticker. But if if I can do it, I will I will send it to you. Yeah, and you can you can post a sticker on some ancient Greek ruins. Exactly. <laughs> so, there you go. Right on Balzac's whatever. Balzac oh. Balzac. So we got uh, you know, Nathaniel Meadows in uh, who's in one of your friends in Portland, Oregon. Yep. We got uh, McKay Crockett in uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, J- I like that Utah man. Mormon she- country. Jason Dick, the lovely name of Jason Dick in yep. uh, Pittsburgh in, area. I know Jason. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yep, Adrian Lee 
in uh, New York. New York, New York. Oh my gosh. Uh, Kyle Melton in uh, he's in Logansport, Indiana. So he must be a friend mm, of, uh, of Matt's buddies. Yeah, yeah, one of Matt's buddies. Uh, James Hamilton, who wrote us a very long letter yep, yep. from. James uh, has been a supporter early yeah. on. He's definitely one of our OGs from the St. Louis area. Yep, for sure. And he sent us a picture of one of his kids, which was nice, uh, holding up yep. a, a lovely album cover. So uh, shout out to James from St. Louis. Um, John Michaels, who's obviously one of our long term long term fans. Uh, I see from Wisconsin, right? Yes. John, okay. Another one of our OGs, yep. Yep. So we got Mike the Mailman, obviously. Another um, one of our OGs. We're like, uh, we uh, like have this tiered tiered yeah. system. And I, I I know some of you have probably been with us from the beginning, but haven't been reaching out. Yeah, which is fine, So we too. don't, we don't, yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah. And uh, and then we got uh, Derek Thompson, a friend from North Dakota. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Who's redeemed himself after yes, his, uh, yes. his crazy, crazy yes. drunken rants at first? Well, we couldn't make out what the hell he was saying. But uh, I don't know if I don't know if he sent it. I don't know if I've sent. I can't remember if he. Yeah, no, I did. I know Ricky Adams is. What I was going to say that we talked to once in a while from the Cincinnati area. I think uh, I'm pretty sure he was on the first batch of stickers I sent out. I don't know if he's going to be on your shout out list. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Neil. Um, let's see who else have we got. We got Matt Lindsay. Um, obviously our boy, Dick Durable, who's the OG OG. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in Nottingham, which I thought was only a pretend place in like, uh. <laughs> he's the sheriff. That guy with the, yeah, the guy with the bow and arrow. The Robin, <laughs> Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah. Oh boy, Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, Sean Whalen, who's another guy from, uh, Oregon. Um, yeah, we got, he got Paul Schrader from Wisconsin, right? Who's, uh, one of the. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul number one from Boris. I yeah, love that. Boris, I, I, yeah. we're, we're working on a Boris, uh, yep. Boris interview. I'm super excited about trying to make that happen soon. So we'll. Yep. And we got Matthew from, uh, Matthew Trace, who's also from England from yep. uh, St. Albans. Lovely name, St. Albans, but they got some nice old pubs there, I bet. Probably. Um, we got Ryan from, uh, Arizona. Yep. Scott from Rochester, Indiana. That's right by too. that's by Logansport too. That's probably ah. Matt's Matt's cronies. Okay, Corey from Charleston, Illinois. Matt, that's our, Easton. Matt, our Matt, our fifth Beatle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Corey from uh, Charleston, Illinois. I believe that's the home of Easton Easton Illinois University. Mm. Uh, James Hamilton from Missouri. Yep, St. Louis. Arnold. Arnold. Uh, obviously, Ricky Adams. Yep. From Cincinnati. East, area. Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, and that's about, it. and that's that's about it right now for that shout out list. But do you so, want yeah. to re- do you want to read one from uh, Mike the Mailman? Well, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind finishing with this. Do you okay. want to play? Do you want to do another song? Because actually, my wife already is giving me the eye, like she needs to come in and get dressed. Yeah, so she's problem... giving you the eye. I like it. Yeah, for your yeah, birthday. Not the one you, not the one you hope for, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what. I keep it in that romantic theme. I'm going to play oh, the song Satan's Rat uh, by the band Satan's Rats, and the song is called "In My Love for You." Get 
there you go. The lovely named band Satan's Rats, um, In My Love For You, which, hmm. uh, I, I You know, it sounds vaguely familiar, but where are they from? Uh, they're from, well, they're from down south somewhere. I don't know. London area, maybe. I don't know. England. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fucking down south, right? It wasn't, it wasn't Manchester or Liverpool, so that's what there I care about. Yeah. I will find or, out for you. Or so. Blackpool. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, the only, you know what band came from Blackpool, right? Most famous bands come out of Blackpool. Uh, Punk's Not Dead, but I'm not far off Facebook group. Uh, screwdriver. Really? Yes, sir. Huh. So. So I'm sure I'm sure we got banned now for even Man, mentioning the name Screwdriver. We need to play the song Nazi Shouldn't Drive. That's a great song. Oh, rude. Rude. <laughs> All right. So, well, it's funny because we actually had a couple of questions. We had a couple of questions. And one of them was from Ricky when he might have been in a couple of pints in. And I kind of meant to answer him. But meanwhile, we've been rambling on and on and we never really got into it. But But I know he asked us what we thought about Rollins' band. Oh, you interesting. Got any opinion on Rollins Band? Um, you give me your opinion first. I'll well, give you mine. it's funny because I saw him twice, but I think it was within a one-year span, okay. and it was like ninety-two-ish, I think, around that era, ninety-three, ninety-four, maybe, I guess. Um, and they were very good live band, and I really like some of their albums. Like, for example, End of Silence album, I really liked. Uh, what was the very first one? Uh. Not the very first one, but the, the second one, which is, oh, I can't even remember the names. I'm, I'm losing my mind. But I really liked the early stuff, but I wasn't really so much of a fan when they got too kind of jazzy and experimental later. But like their early, like more driving stuff, I really liked. And then later, because the band always had a lot of, had not always a lot, but they had some turnover. So different bands had different, the different bands had different areas of sound. And then towards the end, I think he got kind of got back to his sort of punkier roots. But I, I enjoyed him for the most part. I mean, it wasn't Black Flag, obviously. Uh, it had a more, little more of a pretentiousness to it, yes. but for the most part, I liked Rollins' band, and I can't say I go back to him very often. But I could probably put on "End of Silence" right now and still dig it. Yeah, I was I was not a fan. Um, no, not at all. Just like the, it reminded me too much of some of those later Black Flag albums that I really didn't care for. Uh, look, look where they just have one jam and they just continue on with the same jam over and over again. But at least Henry they getting more okay. manic. At least they didn't sound like the drums were a sledgehammer in the. <laughs> Guitar was, you know, the amp was in the next room or something. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I get that though. Yeah. Well, like I said, the the first couple. What is the what is the man? I got a man. I'm on disc guys. Oh, I will tell you. I'll tell you right now. You just keep on blabbing, buddy. I'll find. Okay. Out well, anyway, like I said, it, it went. It went. Uh, you know, it, the the band went through quite a few eras. It's more funny. They kind of quit playing, and I never really recognized it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Rollins doesn't do music anymore. Like, really? But that was a long time ago now, fifteen years or something. According to this, his first album was called Do It. Yep, that one's pretty good. Yeah, and then Lifetime. Do It was before Lifetime. Okay, Lifetime was cool too. Uh, they were both from 88. Um, okay. So sometimes Discogs gets that a little confused. If What's the, you know, what's the next one after that? Hard Volume. Hard Volume, that's probably my favorite. Hard then, Volume and Silence. Man, they did a lot of albums, holy shit. Um, then Turned On from in, in yep, 90. That one's good too. And then the end of Silence in '92, which has got his, uh, which has got his famous sun tattoo on his back on the cover. Yeah, no, those are all those are all really good. As a matter of fact, the one that I thought they started losing it was Wait, the one after that, which I wasn't a big fan of. And then the, they just like I said, the band changed and just wasn't didn't do it as much for me. Hmm. But so if I was going to listen to one of these, which would be the one to listen to? Um, hard volume. Hard volume. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll give that a. The, you know, it's funny. 
um, because they did a live album. I had it on CD, and I think I either traded it in or just delegated it to the land of Misfit Toys because it was a live album. And they're like, well, we want it to be like the live experience. So it was one long track. Oh, shit. It was so annoying. Killing me. Can't even keep track of where they are. I mean, like, what, 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 I don't even know. Oh, anyway. I mean, when I'm looking at this hard volume album, um, yep. it's only got three songs on the second side, which isn't, uh, it's yeah, not endearing little, itself to me, buddy. Jammy. He yeah. gets a little into it. But, um, because somebody else asked us about our opinions about some bands, and we'll get to that next time we do a next time we do a solo joint. Um, well, one, one other thing I've been really happy about, and this this yeah. actually did make me very happy. And a lot of these emails, obviously, you don't need to write us a long letter and stuff if you're asking for stickers. It's fine; it's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. But what has been nice is the thing a lot of people have said is the thing they like the best about the show is they're learning about a lot of new bands. And that has been really exciting to me that we are actually introducing, and they could be old bands too. They've they just never heard them before, right? So we're introducing people to a lot of new music, and that's a that's a huge that's a huge turn on for me. I mean, I think I think that's excellent. I think that's fantastic that we're doing that, and it's one of the reasons why we play why we play so many songs, you know. But it's not going to be the typical punk band, you know, or, or punk songs, you know, that everyone's heard on all the compilations and stuff. So we'd like to go a little bit off the beaten path, or you know, that kind of thing. So that's uh. That that made me really happy to see that. I have to admit, so we're gonna keep on doing that. It's true, and you know the fact of the matter is, we we have a, you know, I I don't know how many people are listening. We don't know. We actually don't have access to that information because we go through the punk news feeds officially. So we right. actually don't really know. But I tell you what, we have enough a handful of enthusiast people that are enthusiastic enough that honestly we would probably just do it for them at this point. Right. No, we for have sure. this weird little weird little community of, of uh friends and stuff. So it's no it's real cool. And uh um yeah, I think we're gonna I mean I still think we're gonna have a period of a lot of guests here while we while bands can't tour. And uh and but yeah, no, no, it's it's cool. We'll try to keep a balance of, you know, just two of us shooting the breeze too. So Yep. But no, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been encouraging. Uh, all the letters and stuff. It's just it, it, it's cool, man. It's been a fun thing. You know, we talked about it last time we did a solo. We we really you know did this very much as like a DIY punk thing where we just kind of jumped into it, really not knowing what the hell we were doing. <laughs> and uh, so we made some tweaks and adjustments here and there, and I'm sure we'll continue to do that. We just kind of go by feel. It's not like we have some master plan. Even though we sometimes think, hey, maybe we should have a master plan, but we don't to, to this date. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, hey, why don't I read that letter from our yep. pal Mike the Mailman? Mike and we'll, the Mailman. Uh, call it yeah. a date. So, so, somebody else wrote in and asked us about some other bands. Um, And I think it was like D4 and the Broke Downs and Oh, yeah. Heads that's right. They but, did. You know, I remember we'll, that. We'll get, but that's yeah. three different bands, and we will get to that later. I can't remember who sent that in. So. Anyway, we'll try to we'll try to get to that later, and we try to answer all messages and stuff. But if we miss you, please don't take it personally, because what happens sometimes I know is I'll see a message, and I'll be like, "Oh, I need to respond to that," but I don't have the time at the moment, and I get distracted, and I I don't get back to it. So, so don't think we're snubbing you intentionally. It's more of just our addled old brains <laughs> forget lots of crap, and you know, trying to balance. You know, work and family and this, you know, yep. silly venture of ours. So yeah, that's true. Anyway, let me uh, let me read the read the uh, the one the letter um, from Mike. Yep, let me read this letter from Mike, and then we're gonna play a song. Because if you remember, Mike Mike has written to us a couple times, and he had a pal like a guy in the punk scene down there in Florida. I can't remember what major I can't remember what major city he's close to because he's in a smaller town in Florida. Had a friend that had died died of COVID, and and you know, and and 
we said, hey, you know, tell us a song to play and whatnot. But so anyway, he wrote us back, and and I'm gonna, and he was, you know, he kind of put it into perspective. You know, meet Neil, Neil and I are bitching about the mail, but the fact of the matter is, you know, these guys are frontline people that are putting themselves at great risk to get us, you know, J.C. Penny catalogs and whatever else. So. Um, you used to look at it those, Tom. You used to look at it, yeah, the exactly. ladies' underwear collection. Exactly. Is that it? Yeah, I knew. I think they were one of the businesses <laughs> I said uh, that I saw were not going to reopen after this thing. Oh, a no. lot of businesses that were already on the brink. Yeah. Weren't going to make it. But anyway, yeah. I don't know why I picked that out. Probably because you know that's where my grandma used to buy me clothes for Christmas in 1985 or something. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, mm. Neil, I appreciate you guys taking the time to read my letter uh, for the FedEx computer thing. Okay, so he's referencing when they. Did you talk about that? Did we talk about that on the pod that they had dumped a bunch of computers like down in the little foyer of your little yes. apartment? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, so this <laughs> is this is what he's addressing, just to yep. put a little context in. But they they had dropped tens of thousands of dollars worth of computers down. Now now you live in a relatively small unit. There's only three units. Yeah. But still. You don't dump that kind of anyway. Well, hold, 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 get... let, let me let me go off on that a second. So the funny thing was the funniest thing about that was so they dumped a huge box with the computers in it just dumped it at night they delivered it at like seven o'clock at night just dumped it didn't ring the doorbell didn't do anything at all like that didn't find it till the next day so that was funny the funniest thing is then uh my work sent the stickers i'm supposed to put on all those computers but for some reason those i had to sign for <laughs> there you so, go. so the fucking little envelope of stickers i had to sign for but the computers themselves nah you just take those. excellent yeah anyway sorry for the FedEx computer thing, I know everyone has a different protocol on how to grab signatures during COVID. USPS has been told you knock and tell the customer you're signing for them and then drop off the parcel. Otherwise, the usual slip gets left at the door. It's fucked that all this gear was left at the door. Tom, no Joey. And this is referring to his friend that had died of the COVID. Joey wasn't in a band. He was always at our practices and usually made sure we were all proper, properly hydrated. If you're picking up what I'm laying down, if you're picking up what I'm laying down, but... If you'd like to play a song, Springtime by Leatherface would be rad. Also, I wonder why they don't get more love. Thank you for the love, Mailman Mike. So, I like Leatherface, but I can't say I listen to them a ton. I don't know all their material, but I always like that Frankie Stubbs kind of had that Lemmy thing going on. <laughs> kind of like an aggro Bob Dylan. Right, 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 yeah. Aggro Bob but, Dylan. Good name for band. So, we'll, we'll actually... So, um, So, the other thing I'm picking up on this is... Um, he was always at our practices and shows and usually made sure we were all properly hydrated. Where is your music, Mike? Why did you not send us music to play on episode number uh, yeah. 37, 37 where we played yep. all the... Because the fact of the matter is um, we played some bands that weren't really active anymore. I mean, it's cool to play active bands, but, you know, it's also cool to play some, you know, old, you know, stuff less to get lost in the, you know, archives of Florida Forgotten Punk bands. So anyway... Next time, Mike, you have to send us some of that in. But yeah, so you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, should we sign off with that, or should we? Sure, no, that's fine. So, and this and um, the original letter we told us about this. This guy's name he was known as Joey Knuckles, I believe. Joey Knuckles. Um, always down for a pint and a good tussle. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, rest in peace, Joey. Sorry to hear about that. So, so uh, uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back soon, I'm sure. Yep. Well, let's play. Let's play Leatherface uh, "Springtime," and then we'll uh, and then we'll sign off. So this is this is Leatherface with "Springtime."
so there that was for that was for Joey Knuckles down in Florida and uh and yeah so we will uh we will see you all next time uh, have a have a good week everybody and uh stay safe and stay free and all that stuff so stay dry yeah yeah we'll try try and stay dry yeah all right so, uh, thanks yeah. for listening yep. we'll talk to you later see you next time bye all right bye